listening to the Nutmeg Arena by the Nutmeg Assist. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the TNA podcast brought to you by the Nutmeg Assist. Myself, Prithvik, the host of the show, and I'm joined by Nevin Thomas, who's been here before. We talked about European football, Indian football, and Chelsea in specific before in a in an episode. So welcome back, Nevin. Hi, hi, Rajesh. Good to be back. I mean, we talked about covering Indian football or the ISL before, and here we are finally waiting for the season to start on Friday. Yeah, exactly. I mean, time flew, right? It feels like I I talked to you just like a week back, and now we are already here. We've had like an IPL happen in between all that. A lot of sporting activities are finally back, and exactly. but like finally our sport is back. I mean, cricket has had its uh, you know share of the limelight. Now we're getting our sport uh, back, and so that's very exciting times. Exactly, another another season of ISL, another year for you know Indian football to grow. Grow is basically, I mean, it's a strong word. Grow is actually a strong word when it comes to Indian football because. we've been hearing that word for over a decade now and there has to be a point where you no know, we hear something different okay india has made it or something like that so <laughs> until then we, we we just have to keep up with keep this particular word yeah and in this episode we are going to talk about five players that nevin picked i also looked from a data perspective so we're going to talk about five indian players who we think is worth keeping an eye on and who might take that next step in their career so shall we start nevin yes let's do this and the first name that probably we want to start with is kerala blasters midfielder or winger or attacking player rahul kp when i talked about kp with ilko shatori blasters his previous manager he had only positive words for kp although he didn't play a huge part last season he played if if i'm not wrong he played around 474 minutes or 2252 minutes or something i guess if i'm not wrong uh, i don't exactly have i yeah, it's 474 minutes and mm-hmm. he got a goal one goal in total so yeah. it's not it's it's not been like a very thrilling i agree i agree and i, I think we say the same thing about sahal as well like if you look at sahal Uh, in in terms of statistics that is purely in terms of goal contributions he doesn't do so much right he's got like couple of assists one goal here and there so exactly. the whole idea is that we are all building our hopes on what we've seen with our eyes last year I, we could do that all like go to the stadiums and watch these players with rahul unfortunately his uh, season was interrupted by a bad injury and that really halted his progress and i think halted uh, a lot of shatori's progress as well i think uh, Uh, the manager had to, you know, change a lot of plans, switch to a four-four-two, and you know what happened to Kerala Blasters last season. So, yeah, I think, I think uh, Rahul has come back from the lockdown period, all you know, you know, ripped in. Like he looks like he's set to, you know, uh, really uh, contribute. I mean, I think there are only two ways out of a long vacation: either you come out like really fat, or you come out like really fit. So, thankfully, Rahul has come in the positive. Uh, Uh, I mean, with a positive outlook, and everybody involved with the club tells that, oh, this is the kid to watch out. Like, watch out for Rahul. I mean, your inside sources, and even I remember uh, Darren Caldera speaking, uh, like I think tweeting on, uh, I mean, on Twitter, of course, uh, saying that uh, 
he is the one to watch out. Like I think Darren said, yeah, he's an exceptional talent. So here is a player who's seen a lot of Indian football, has spent early days with uh, Sunil Chetri, and like he's, he's seen everything about Indian football, telling that Rahul KP is a player to watch out for. So I think that's that's like a very good, reliable source we have there. And he, he I mean, I've I've also watched him at uh, playing for play for the Arrows because at that point of time yeah. I was. Uh, with the I-League team. So, uh, I, I, I mean, since he's a Malayali player and we've got like our personal interest that way, uh, I was always keeping an eye and this guy had like the perfect combination of elegance and the desire to score a goal. So, it wasn't just a lot of fancy triples and, you know, uh, you know, eye candy football. He also had that, you know, that final bit of desire to score. So, I remember him like you know outwitting like really good players with like some slick moves almost pulled off a Burkampish sort of a move uh, against I think Bangalore in the uh, Super Cup uh, don't quote me, quote me on this but like uh, that, that, that was a stunning move and I think this is a season for Rahul I think the, there is a lot of expectations and now he's no longer seen as a young talent now we are looking at him as a as a mature footballer who is now you know set to dominate Indian football Till now, we've seen glimpses. He outpaced, I think, Udanta last season. So everybody's like, wow, he's got the pace. Uh, we've seen glimpses in terms of his scoring abilities, his desire to cut in from the wings, the ability to play as a secondary striker. So I think his versatility, pace, and everything makes him a very exciting prospect for Kerala Blasters. And I would be really surprised if Kibu doesn't, you know, um, revolve his team around these young players like Sahal, Rahul, Nongdamba. Yeah, and uh, I mean, Ilko's words last season was that, I mean, Rahul was a big miss. So that itself speaks volumes of how highly he's rated by his former coach as well. And I mean, his numbers aren't too bad, to be honest. XG looks like, it looks like XG is 0.16 per 90. Mm -hmm. Last season, the ISL alone, uh, according to Scout. So it's not really bad. It's, It's probably decent stats if you look mm-hmm. uh, if, if you look at it and he's someone who likes to dribble he he likes to get the ball into the penalty area so I mean Gary Hooper is someone who who would love some really good service he's someone who doesn't take too many shots but converts it so well so if you have Rahul delivering those crosses those passes final I mean that's somewhere that if blasters can kick off so well in the final third. I mean, they scored a lot of goals last season under Rilko. Defense was always the culprit, but I mean, they have to keep up that attacking part because Bartok Bitch is no longer their player now. He's at Mumbai. So, they need someone to replace Bart's goals, but I think if they make use of these young players, like you said, Sahal, KP, etc. So, that, that, that would really, really help them, you know, Absolutely. Not feel, yeah. not feel the absence of part of. Me. Yeah, so, I mean, just just adding to what you were saying, I think uh, I'm I'm hoping Rahul involve evolves into a wide forward. I don't want him to be that yet another winger who will put in those crosses. We've seen what happened to Danta. We've seen traits of it happen to Ashik. You know, we we don't want those classic wingers anymore. I'm little tired. Let this fellow develop into a goal scorer not just an assist maker. I, I And I think he has the traits exactly. for it. So, yeah, let's see, like, let's hope a Mane or like a Sala comes out yep. of him rather than somebody who's just, you know, you know, crossing the ball. So, hopefully, 
Kibu can you know unlock that potential in Kibu Rahul. Yeah, I mean when I looked at the expected assists and expected goals, it seems like expected goals metric is further ahead in, uh, when you compare it to the expected assists. So yeah, he looks he looks like a player who when I've seen a couple of games as well, I've seen him you not know, go for that final thing instead of you know dragging the ball wide and trying to cross it like say Udanta. So yeah, hopefully he kicks on this season and Rahul KP is the first player that we think is going to have a different season or a season where he really impresses, takes that next step. The second player that we are yep. going to cover is Farooq Chaudhary. He played for Jamshedpur mm-hmm. last year. This season he plays straight for Mumbai City FC. Yep. What's your take on Farooq Navin? I mean I saw I I, I want to come in but I just want to know your take first. <laughs> yeah, I, what an exciting player. I think he started off last season as perhaps uh, like if you look at the overall season, I think he was arguably the most exciting Indian player from last ISL. He was all over the place, probably lacked that finishing touch for a forward, but like cutting in from the, uh, you know, uh, wide areas, especially that left corridor. He really loved it. He was dominating. He was um, like, he was putting on, he was actually putting on a show as well. He wasn't just, you know, you know, like, like we said, he's not just putting those crosses in. He was dribbling. He was taking on a lot of defenders and uh, acrobatic uh, scissor cards that, you know, uh, you know, all kind of, he, he was putting on a show. And I just hope that, you know, under somebody like Lobera, he can only evolve, right? So he's gone back to his state. This is a team that, you know, that should be really close to him. Uh, under a coach that knows Indian football, has a history of developing very interesting attacking players. I think this is a, a perfect match. And I just hope that he can remain fit. I think that's a, that's going to be the a key here. They're all amply rested, so that shouldn't be a problem. But like I hope they've had like enough preseason and everything. Uh, like said, because I'm like, we've always said this. I think you've, you've also discussed this. I think everybody in Indian football kind of accepts that it's hard to replicate. Uh, so what we are hoping for is a lot of attackers to come together to give the same contribution as J3. And if that is the case, I think Farooq is going to be a very, very important player. I think, uh, like we said about Rahul, I think Farooq is also an attacking threat. He's not just crossing the ball. He wants to cut inside and, uh, you know, he's a very versatile forward. So I think he'll be like a very important player. And I hope... I really hope, I hope I'm not jinxing in, in any way. And I hope he get like a full season with Lobera <laughs> because that's going to like really change him. Yeah, I mean, he's he's played various roles for Jamshedpur last season. I've seen him come into midfield, play even, I think, wing back at times uh, in, in a single mm-hmm. match. In a single match itself, he's covered a lot of area as well on the pitch. And he's had some really impressive touches in the penalty area but you look at his, the touches in penalty area statistic or, or metric in terms of Indian players who are under 25 he's he's in the top 5 players for mm. you know uh, touches in the penalty area so he's someone who likes to get into the box very often he's pretty much attack minded likes to score goals he got a few assists last season as well mm-hmm. and he has a decent shot assists number 0.41 XT is 0.19 for last season, 2019-20 season. So it's it's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, when you talk about Indian players, don't expect huge numbers like you see for European players or Asian players from big countries. But yeah. these are pretty also, decent numbers. 
Yeah, I think two factors here. I think he the initial matches he had somebody like Sergio Castell and everybody fit, so that really um, helped him. And then you saw towards the second half of the season, Jamshedpur really fading with a lot of injuries, especially to their foreign players, which really took away a lot from him. So I don't know how the XG is done. Like I'm really bad with the stats side of the game. But like, unfortunately, if you're going to like sum up his season, you probably have to like look at it like first half of the season versus second half of the season where like, like you said, he had to even play like wing back and like multiple roles for that team to somehow, you know, get 11 men on the field. So hopefully with under Lobera, who like we've seen with Goa, they score at least four or five in every match. So, and like with the likes of Ogbeche and everybody in that uh, Mumbai side, uh, and also, let's not forget the likes of Rainier, Rollin, everybody dominating the midfield. So he can just concentrate on the attack. And uh, I'm expecting big things from him this season. Yeah, definitely with players like Lefondre, Adam Lefondre was played for Reading before. Uh, Bartok Beche up front. I mean, even in the midfield, they have a strong team. And I mean, the point that you made is perfectly valid. And I think that that might happen and we might see the best of Farouk this season. And he's even played for the, the national team. So it's up to him to yeah. be that, you know. This uh, honest admission, I never rated him highly before last season. I always thought like, oh, why is he in the Indian national team? He seems like he's neither a winger nor a forward, uh, like who didn't have the same, like the right kind of composure uh, in front of the goal. So I always thought, oh my God, like he's, this player is actually not good. But Last season, he changed everything that I thought about him and and kudos to him. Okay, like that is completely on him and he worked hard and he became that confident person. I don't know what clicked, what changed, maybe the coach, maybe the change in cities, whatever. But like he came like a man on a mission and I hope he can continue that. I hope it's not like a one season wonder because he'll be like really vital for the international team setup. Yeah. And yes, Farooq Chaudhary is our second player that we are going to cover today. Another player to keep an eye on, especially under a coach like Sergio Lobera, who is known to bring the best out of attacking players, play a wonderful brand of football. And with mm-hmm. City Football Group taking ownership of Mumbai City FC, I mean, the future is only bright. So, yeah, Farooq Chaudhary is our second player. And third player... Did this that is a hurt as a Liverpool fan to say that? <laughs> no, no not, not too much. I mean... We're seeing a lot of <laughs> lot of you know foreign clubs taking interest yeah. in Indian clubs. We've seen Red Bull engage in a partnership with okay, FC okay. Goa, yeah. and hope hopefully that 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 is taken to a next step in the next five five years. Because if Red Bull Absolutely. takes full ownership of FC Goa, it's going to be a really really exciting prospect. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah. And the third player that I want to mention is someone that you suggested and. This this is someone who I I have like no idea or I've not seen I've not watched him at all. Princeton Ribeiro, he's twenty, mm-hmm. she's twenty one if I'm not wrong. Yeah, twenty one. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty one. So I have no clue on how he plays. So Nevin. Oh, he's a, a very exciting uh, young midfielder from FC Goa Academy. I don't know if he's played in another club before that, but like definitely a Goan. And uh, in fact, a lot of people were expecting him to break out last season uh, under Lobera. Uh, but like he, Lobera actually went with a team that he trusted. And when you are like, when you are a team with like surplus of talent, it's really difficult to break in, right? But like you saw Princeton coming in here and there and substitute appearance and he looked perfectly fit for that midfield. 
so now with a set of players moving uh, to mumbai uh, with lobera there is a new revolution there my insight so sources tell me that princeton is a key part of uh, the new coach's uh, plans for fc goa in the upcoming season and he's an exciting dominant midfielder more of the attacking side a central midfielder not a, not a winger and i really like when players in that position develop for india because i think we just tend to have a lot of fullbacks a lot of wingers that's a position where we always have a lot of talent we want like central midfielders center defenders and strikers developing and so i think princeton is definitely one for the future because he adds a little bit of you know a steel also to the midfield or gives an attacking outlet as well so uh, watch out anirudh tapa and everybody else who is like <laughs> eyeing for that uh, central midfield spot in the national team i mean tapa is a brilliant player don't get me wrong uh, but uh, i'm expecting princeton to uh, really you know take the take the isl by storm i am hearing a lot of brave predictions obviously from their camp they're saying he's going to be the emerging player in the upcoming season but that aside like um, i hope he'll get like a full season because we want people developing in central midfield position like we want competition to the likes of uh, you know anirudh tapa and um, uh, sahal and all right like i i think if if i was sahal i'd be like really afraid because here is a very exciting midfielder uh, so yeah i am mean, definitely a midfielder to watch out for the only thing with uh, fc goa is that again lot of talented players coming in from their you know uh, teams like the developing yeah. teams around yeah so it's going to be crazy competition i remember watching a little bit of savia gama exciting fast winger uh, you have somebody like makan chote who signed this season who else did they sign they signed that uh, Oh my god i can't remember his name the winger from northeast united who's also super exciting um so a lot of competition obviously there but i'm expecting princeton to break through and considering he was always like he was already there last season so uh this season i think he is expected to like really dominate or like at least hold a position in the starting 11 yeah i mean i i actually looked i looked at this data a little um because i i i have no clue of Uh, because i've never seen him play but the data seems really really promising he's played just 74 minutes last season mm-hmm. for goa mm-hmm. i mean he I, i think the most he's played is 16 minutes against, that i mean against jamshedpur the kerala blasters mm-hmm. as well as chennai where chennai won 4-1 um so he's played 16 minutes in all these three games the rest has been less than 10 minute appearances so not much but mm-hmm. you look at this xg per 90 it's 0.27 shot assists 1.22 he has 100% mm-hmm. dribble success nine he attempts 9.73 dribbles per 90 offensive duels 10.95 he's won 89% approximately of his offensive duels as well almost mm-hmm. 2.43 touches in the penalty area i mean the sample size is too less but of course so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so so obviously you could see a hike but again you you see numbers like this i mean it's not just in one particular metric or one particular department that the numbers are high it's it's spread mm-hmm. across in all the attacking areas so this is something exciting and i'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on him since you mentioned and i think 
the view the listeners here definitely it's obvious to inform our audience of players who are in famous but like is likely to get famous so exactly <laughs> i think this is on us <laughs> that you know hey uh, whoever is listening please watch out for this player and again i am a little scared okay that i'll jinx players so i'm just like <laughs> touching i hope he gets like a full season who like you know completely uh, injury free so i think if he get a season like that i think yeah definitely again Hopefully. i don't know so much about the coach we are just expecting it to be a continuation of lobera's process so hopefully yeah. if it's the same attacking football then definitely he's going to play a role yeah fc goa fc goa normally finds a placement who who just works on progressively from the last yeah, manager okay. takes over and i mean hopefully that's the process again because they are a very exciting team to watch and like you said they bring out the best some of the best players and If, if I mean, if I if I had to bet money on a player making it to Europe, I think an FC a player from FC Goa would make it first. Mm-hmm, ideally, mm-hmm. from what I've seen so far. So yeah, and mm-hmm. yes, Princeton Revelo is our third player. We have two more players, and now we'll come to another surprising player. He is the <laughs> youngest of the five that we have covered. Amarjit Kiam. Yeah. Jump, jump. But Shetpur. like. Uh, I would actually say he is the least, or perhaps amongst the least surprising in that list, considering it's already in like you know sort of cemented his position in the international team. Uh, I was there when he was yeah. playing in the Intercontinental Cup, where Sunil Chetri asked him to lead the Viking clap. So that's the kind of respect the players have for him. Unfortunately, uh, suffered an injury again, and hence his you know growth was stunted in some way. But again. Uh, whenever i talk to people in football and people associated with the team what they say is that he is that hard worker he just puts his you know head down and just works hard he has got a mission he wants to take this country he wants to be the captain of this country so he is a dominating midfielder i mean in size wise he might not look so dominating but that's the angolo kante kind of a player he's going to like yeah. you know be be a pain for the opponents he's going to like keep challenging and he's got a little bit of you know um guile going forward as well so i think it's a he's a very exciting midfield uh, player and uh, definitely one to watch out for i mean like i said i think people know about amarjeet already we unfortunately didn't get a lot due to uh, the the injuries and stuff and but uh, i i hope he's fit and i hope uh, he's going to like take the league by storm Yeah, and in terms of passing as well, he's got 83 to 84 percentage pass success last season, and and I'm taking the ISL as well as the national team appearances into into count, even the under 18, even at the under 18 level, that as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's actually promising. It's very promising. Like you said, he is already featured for the national team. He commands respect from the seniors in the side. So yeah, from 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 the short. description that you mentioned he definitely looks like a player worth watching and do you think jamshedpur is the best pick for him um it you can look at it two ways jamshedpur isn't ideally the strongest team out there this isl season they've not like really gone big and like bought a lot of players so uh they're really going to rely on their indian players there there seems to be this belief that's the way going forward so that way it's an exciting pro- uh, project for them uh they've got uh, aniket jadhav and uh, jackie is moved from fc goa jackie is no longer a, a young player but like there seems to be a 
you know that seems to be their intention to sort of develop a, a, an indian core and all that so definitely one or two seasons he can play in jamshedpur but like if he has to evolve into a a superb player then he will obviously have to jump to the bfcs in bangalore um, goas uh, eventually but like let's wait and see i think uh, right now it's going to be difficult to move to one of these sides considering the you know the uh, the fight there is for all those positions so uh, hopefully amajit will get like a full season with jamshedpur where he can like really do stuff be part of a you remember last season with odisha they had like a thin squad relied a lot on indians but un- like i was it was very exciting for us like as neutrals to like really observe and um, it was very difficult uh, very easy to uh, like odisha because they were playing a lot of indian youngsters so i think something similar is what jamshedpur is looking for this season and hopefully amajit will get like a full season yeah and based on the statistics last season i think he he looks like more of a defensive kind of midfielder of who's, who's solid yeah. uh, defensively so i mean yeah. his defensive dual successes speak for itself 61% success rate in defensive duels 10 almost 10 and a half duels defensive duels every he every 90 minutes like he is not a big tackler and he's an annoying yeah. midfielder yeah. he's just you know with you all that i'll chase you down uh, he'll just you know he's like a bad equivalent of a hutch dog he's going to come wherever you go so uh, it's hopefully, yeah think, hopefully uh, hopefully a different version of mehta bosen yeah hopefully oh, that would be brilliant yeah if you can yeah. if you can develop into a mehta that would be brilliant yeah great so yeah amarjit kiam is the fourth player that you should keep an eye on and the fifth and final player is ajit kumar from bengaluru he is yeah. not very young he's 20 24 so yeah. yes nevin why why, why ajit <laughs> yeah it's uh, of course like i know we discussed this before the pod as well like why ajit uh, and uh, it's it's a of course like i think as journalist as uh, you know i don't know producers podcast whatever uh, we owe a certain like we have to also be a little risky in our in our guesses right we can't just say watch out for the say rolling borges or Oh, absolutely. Or, absolutely. So I I think Ajit will be very interesting because they have let go of Nishu. So BFC has a gaping hole in the left back position. Uh, Ashik was deputized in that role last season, but he clearly didn't enjoy that role of a uh, as a defender. Yeah. He is an out and out attacker. So if you look at it, I am expecting Ajit to regularly play for BFC, and BFC has a you know history of developing players like Beke. Cabra all of them have sort of like really enjoyed like really in in the defensive half of it BFC is a brilliant team i've seen a lot of players develop there uh so i am expecting him to like start and mind you um when the national teams were being decided i remember having a conversation with others also i was not a really big fan of say mandar playing left back i know he plays there for fc goa but fc goa setup is to just attack 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 so a, a mandar in that left back role wasn't too bad but I always thought we needed something somebody more you know resolute and Nishu Nishu was obviously a a choice but Nishu is also a, a player with a like he's a right footer playing as a left back so in Ajit I think uh, they have a player who's played for Chennai City again Chennai City is very clever with their recruitment so you don't often see really bad players with Chennai City if you're playing for Chennai City there is obviously a lot of potential because the team is designed to sell 
So they're going to play young players who are going to become something. So you saw Edwin uh, step from uh, Chennai City into Chennai and he was superb last season. He was arguably one of the best players for uh, Chennai last season, was vital in Owen Coyle revolution that happened in the latter half. So similarly, I am expecting him to like really step up, even like Susu Seiraj and... Uh, all of them came from the Chennai uh, Chennai city setup, right? So I'm expecting Ajis to be the next big thing uh, from that um, from that area. Of course, as a defender, like you might not see him in a lot of matches because you know that's not a position that really like gets you a lot of attention, right? But if you can, you know, uh, in your debut uh, in your first season with BFC, if you can get a regular game time, I think that's a big success. And I think BFC has also been trying to plug that hole for a while now. So if it fits, it fits. And they've they've made the signing, obviously thinking that he's good enough to fit that uh, fit that hole. So hopefully, again, I think this is going to be a very interesting signing. And I, I and I might even go the extreme route and say that if the Ajit signing doesn't really work out, BFC are in trouble because that means you have to then again use Ashik as a left back. And unless they've signed somebody else, uh, but like. Uh, I don't think BFC wants to go that road because they weren't a very attractive side last time around because they lost their balance. Um, BFC was actually a very boring side to watch last time. They were just eking out victories and, you know, un- unusual defensive lapses here and there. So this is going to be like a very important signing. I know nobody has been talking about Ajit, but like I've been like secretly monitoring and thinking, oh, what a clever signing. This could really work out well. <laughs> I mean... You, you can definitely say that he has top level experience AFC Asian champ- I mean the Asian AFC Champions League AFC Cup as well with Chennai City he, he's played there he's played the top those matches are like really one off matches so I yeah. don't think that is really count I mean but, uh, I mean I mean, obvi- ob- I mean from from on uh, paper yes <laughs> yeah on, on paper yes I mean that, that that basically would kind of you know give him that extra push in confidence maybe yeah. to try and make it at Bangalore. I think the confidence for these players is the fact that Chennai City trusted them. So because yeah. that is a very, very one of the, like the most shrewdest team in the Indian setup. They are very clever. They only want to promote players that have a future. They don't want to promote Deadwood and they are not like putting out a team simply to, you know, win a cup. Their yeah. objective is to sell. So obviously you have talent if you're making regularly for, uh, you're playing regularly for Chennai City. You are a, valuable asset then that can grow so they, they i don't know how it works in terms of stats but like that that is their policy so obviously there's something about ajit that really is good and i, I remember hearing a lot of people say uh, nice things during last season as well unfortunately it was so difficult to follow i league last year with the very you know horrible broadcast so <laughs> yeah uh, I, I can't say that i've seen a lot of matches to be very honest this is a this is a calculated guess more than anything else. <laughs> a, cal- a calculated risk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is how we play FPL, right? This is the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you have to get, you definitely have to get some guesses wrong as well because that that's part and parcel of <laughs> yeah. this whole game. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So that that is that winds up the list uh, of five players that we think you should keep an eye on. Five Indian players that we think. You should keep an eye on. Before we wind up, before we wind up, Nevin, we have a, we have like a Patreon question for you. Okay. It's from uh, Patreon Dieter Van Gogh. Who do you think 
will be the most exciting team this season and probably have a chance to win the league. Oh, um, exciting and win are, I think, two different answers. Uh, I think exciting is obviously going to be uh, FC Goa. I I mean, the, the team has always been designed to attack and like impress a lot of young Indian players. So, like, I would say Goa and Odisha are likely to be exciting uh, in terms of like, for like, a, especially for a neutral to watch and support. I wouldn't be surprised if ATK went on to win the actual thing because they've got like a massive squad, a lot of players, a lot of squad depth, uh, proven winners. They've like, they've signed somebody like, you know, Sandesh Chingan also in the summer. So like really, that's, that's just a perfect team there. So I would expect, I mean, I think early season uh, billing would be for ATK and Mumbai City to win the title. Uh, in just in terms of their just the squad depth and what they bring on the table, but I am expecting FC Goa and Odisha to impress and you know for neutrals to enjoy. I think those two teams will be really fun. Yeah, and one final question from Deetar again. Your pick for mm-hmm. the top scorer, Roy Krishna again, or Bart Ogbeche, or Adam Lefondra, Gary Hooper. You have some really good international names as well. Yeah, right. Uh, Roy Krishna seems super nice, but it, it again depends on. How uh, Habas is planning to use him? Uh, he was attacking a sort of a he was taking up a, like a wideish role last season. So I, I prefer if they can play a quite faster football that releases him because Roy Krishna has so much pace to burn. I don't think he was being used so well last time last time around. So if if they have figured out a way to use him, obviously he's going to be there. Ogbeche is so good, like like I, he he's like fine wine. He's getting better with the age. Exactly. So, which is definitely, uh, uh, definitely another prospect there. But like, let me be a proper Malayali here and just say Cooper is going to, you know, <laughs> win the, you know, <laughs> I mean, for all we know, um, like Ogbechil played for Kerala Blasters last season. So you don't have to necessarily be a part of a team that's winning the title to be the top scorer. And if Kerala is going to score a lot of goals, it has to be this person who's scoring. So just looking at it from a point of, you know, who's going to score goals for what teams. Every other team has like three, four goal scorers. I think Kerala is really hoping for Hooper to bang in those goals. So I'm going to put my money on Hooper. Not necessarily money, that's too risky. But uh, yeah, I'm going to just put a brave bet there. But what is your take? Who do you think is going to finish? I'll, 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 I'll probably go with uh, either Lefondra or Obeche from Mumbai City FC because because of Sergio Lobera. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. If they can become like Oro for uh, Lobera in his FC Goa days, then definitely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's going to be interesting to see how he will, you know, how he can set this team up uh, because mm. of the whole situation and stuff. Uh, yeah. let's see let's see we'll, we'll find out as the season progresses so Absolutely. yeah that brings us to the end of this episode it's been quite long than we expected but it's been a really good episode and a start to a wonderful season as well so thank you so much Nevin for joining into this episode it's a pleasure and thank you to all our listeners as well for tuning in you can support us on Patreon if you love our content and if you want to reap some more benefits so head over to our Patreon the nutmeg assist is the name that you have to type on the search so that's it until next episode bye bye take care